Hello, this is Pick Up INFJ. We are your hosts, Naseeba, Rhubarb, Arabelle. The topic that we're picking up today is relationships. So originally, we wanted to talk about uh, romantic relationships and cheating in specifically, but we decided it would be better to focus on all sorts of relationships. We're probably going to branch off into family relationships, friendships, all sorts of relationships. And so we just want to discuss what our opinions are on this. Should we start by defining cheating? Because everyone has different (laughs) definitions. Yes, yes, we should. Okay, so I define cheating as when you try to purposely hide something from your significant other that you know that's, like, going to make them unhappy. You know that, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter, like, if you've, like, physically done something with them or anything, like, it's the intention behind yes, it. Yes, so intentions. I was just going to say that. Mm-hmm. I think it's when you engage in, like, for me, it's, like, anything sexual or romantic with someone other than your significant other. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even, it, has, it can be the smallest or the biggest thing as long as it's with, like you said, the intentions of, mm-hmm. you know, like, sexual or romantic intentions, then that's straight away. No. Yes. I feel like for me it's not even just that. It's just like for example you go to the you go you go to calls or something and then a guy is in a relationship. It's very obvious and it's not even he has romantic feelings for you. It's just he's staring at you mm. for no reason. I consider that, that could be like that could maybe like borderline be cheating. I wouldn't okay. For me like that is like it's like a scummy thing to do, of course, but I wouldn't personally i wouldn't define that as cheating because it's like but like think like, about it like this like what if that was your boyfriend doing that like looking yeah but in saying that like don't we like froth over like bts members <laughs> <laughs> like, that's true but i don't know that's different i mean i can see where you're coming from but i obviously i definitely wouldn't like it and i tell them to stop mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't know. I guess you'd have to be really stupid to be, like, looking at people in front of your significant other like that. Do you know what I mean? Or even just in general, like, it really goes back to intentions. Like, if you do it with the person there or not. True. But then how would you ever find out? That's what I'm saying. Intentions, like. True, true. You would want someone that doesn't do it at all. Yeah, but then how do you know they're not doing it? Yeah, I know. If you're not there all the time. See, like, I don't know, like. It's a really scummy thing to do, and obviously, like, in a relationship, it shouldn't be done. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's just, it's assumed that if you're in a committed relationship, you wouldn't do something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it would be a contributing factor to cheating, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, Definitely. it's definitely an aspect. Like, you see your significant other checking out other people. That's, yeah. like, leading on to, like, not even leading mm-hmm. on, just brink cheating do you know what i mean like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost there yeah Ugh. yuck ass yeah. like borderline cheating yeah that's yeah dead ass but i don't know it's just it's such a gross feeling like if you're on either end if you're the person being looked at or the person in the relationship mm-hmm. it's disgusting i don't understand guys not even just guys we can't just generalize honestly yeah yeah yeah, honestly, yeah. Yeah, like there are some girls that are pretty like freaked up. Like, so I I, I recently made a friend, guys. So mm-hmm. 
oh well my cousin's boyfriend I shouldn't name drop (laughs) (laughs) so my cousin's boyfriend has a friend Uh and she was like oh yeah like he wants a relationship do you want to like get with him and I was like no but I'd like you know friends like I'd love to make friends you know what I mean because like Mm -hmm. why not and so I've been texting him and yesterday he was telling me like oh like wait what was I going with this friends cheating cheating yeah 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 yeah. okay okay so he was like oh um like I because he asked me about it because apparently Frisha kind of told him okay and I told him and I was like what's your honest opinion about it and he was like oh I mean like that's a really shitty thing to do and I like agree that that's not like he never flat out said that it was cheating though which kind of mm. like makes me iffy it's like do all men think because like when my ex-boyfriend like kind of like when I found out that he was cheating on me he kind of almost tried to like make it seem like it's not a big deal like as in like it wasn't cheating because it wasn't mm-hmm. physical and it's like do all guys think like that like because this this new friend of mine doesn't really like seem to think like that either mm-hmm. which is very scary it's very interesting though like why do so many men have this opinion and why how do they all share it where did it all come from like mm-hmm. especially with like everything that's happening in, like recent years yeah i feel like it's dead ass like like what do you call that like just not even Block- locker room talk not even locker room talk. It's like so built into our society oh, that we yeah, yeah, yeah. treated mm-hmm. like shit. Oh yeah, and it's 100%. like it's like so fucked up at how like it's just engraved in their brains that it's okay to mm-hmm. do that, and a woman will always stay. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like only in the recent years, like, have women kind of like realized, like, no, that's everything that that is. Like, and even then, that it's like, oh, just insane. <laughs> can't like wrap my head around it i know and it's so hard like being like aware of it but still wanting to fall into that habit of letting it happen and like Mm -hmm, it's mm -hmm. so hard to speak up and do something about it Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. why i think sometimes i'm like i kind of want a guy with like a female mentality Mm. see someone with lots of sisters (laughs) literally yeah yeah literally just someone you can tell you literally can you literally can like just someone who knows like how to treat a female right mm-hmm. it's just how is that hard how is it hard for like men to do that i don't understand like even with the like, fuck boys like like what's their goal what's their what's their like what do you gain from like leading people on but do you think it's the way yeah Arable? no no you keep going do you think it's the way they grew up though so you know how we were like, why are you know about how you said why are all men like this? Like, what's mm-hmm. where did it come from? Like, do you think it's how they grew up? It's we're definitely talking- it's definitely been passed down through the generations because no one's ever told them that that's not how they should be acting. So they just assume that's how it should be. They accept that as the norm. So that's what's been carried through. Mm-hmm. Mm. But I I don't know. Like even with like. I can okay so there are insecure people out there and insecure Uh people do pretty dumb shit to other people like hurt them Uh and that makes me think it's like is that like kind of where a fuckboy is coming from are there like just insecure people should we feel sorry for them obviously like you don't want to feel sorry for them Uh and I just really don't but like 
you want to understand where it's coming from. I want to understand where it's coming from, correct? And it's like, why do you feel the need to, like, make other people miserable or make Mm -hmm. other people hurt? But do you think sometimes they just don't understand? Like, don't understand what? Like, that this is wrong. They truly think that this, like, what they're doing is, like, acceptable and it's like it wouldn't hurt the person and the other person is just overreacting maybe I mean, they just i don't figure. understand how but i think they do think that way like that's how it seems mm. to me yeah like i think that's almost an an arrogance and ignorance thing like mm-hmm. it's like they just want to ignore that like no like it's only me in this like everybody else thinks like me like mm-hmm. no child like not everybody thinks like you <laughs> like chill the fuck out like that's like I think like a big big thing it's like everybody thinks that like it's wrong of us to also assume that everybody thinks like us do you mm-hmm. know what I mean of course yeah like because to to what like to us right now we're completely right but to them we're completely wrong mm-hmm. and vice versa it's oh my god <laughs> like there's mm-hmm. no end to this what the heck like Please, I mean, they always they always like really drill into our heads there's always things about cultural differences societal Mm -hmm. upbringings like there's so many aspects that contribute to how people think and behave it's just like you can never really get to the root of it please i'm getting attack on titan like yes literally i was gonna say i was like this is literally attack on isiyama is literally calling us out (laughs) oh my god no like say for your situation arabo do you want to do you want to briefly give a quick context about it oh what a what do i begin (laughs) so brief recap Mm -hmm. i met a guy at a club and we what (laughs) just we we hooked hooked up briefly yeah i guess we'll just oh yeah yeah and we tried a couple times to meet up like we were like talking and stuff mm-hmm. but it wasn't like very concrete yeah no and like the conversations too were like not the greatest like he would leave my messages like undelivered for hours okay. and then all right mm-hmm. and like a, a couple flag. times yeah <laughs> that's a very big red flag and a couple times he would you know just leave me on red so I was like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, but oh, somehow he. Whenever I was like, get to a point where like, I don't want to, I don't want to deal deal with this anymore. Yeah, just find a way to hook me back in, just like by saying like something. I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I'll give him another chance. But oh, see, I feel like I feel like yeah, literally, because that's the thing about my ex boyfriend as well. It's like I wanted to. I literally knew that. He, I wasn't being treated right mm-hmm. like like six months into the relationship like mm-hmm. even earlier before then like he wouldn't put any effort he would not plan exactly, any dates exactly. for me. He, he wouldn't do anything for me yes. and I would, oh. I would yes I would bring it up and I would explicitly say these actions that you're not taking are really hurting me mm-hmm. could you please put some more effort in and he would apologize and then make me believe that he was gonna do something and then Change. never do it and mm-hmm. then never do it and it's oh just, just oh endless cycle i hate that it's not like really and- same for me as well though like he it, it did not seem like he was interested at all like i felt like i was the one initiating everything yep 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 i feel you so hard so manipulative Mm -hmm. 
Oh my god. How they just knew the exact right thing to say. I think they genuinely know what they're doing. They genuinely do from experience. I also think that they are miserable. Like people like that. Like they are genuinely like not happy. Like because with my ex-boyfriend, he was pretty unhappy a lot of the times. Mm -hmm. And like the things he would say, it's like, wow, you are genuinely such an unhappy person. You're so unhappy with yourself. You feel so shit about yourself that he made me shit, like feel shit about myself too. Oh, like, no. It's like. That's the worst kind of relationship. Exactly. Yeah, you like, should never really like absorb someone's sadness or emotions. Just like accept mm-hmm. it and then give your thoughts on the thing, but never, you know, take it into yourself. Especially do not try to fix them. It is not your oh, responsibility yeah. to fix them. Never. See, okay. <laughs> okay, here's, yeah, see, like, the, there's a really fine line between, like, helping and fixing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. at least. Like, especially when you've known someone for so long and you had such a really deep, like, feeling for them. Mm-hmm. It really hurts to see the other person, like, you know, and you try to help them, but then you end up trying to micromanage things and, like, not even micromanage, just try to, like, fix it because you don't want them to feel like that anymore Mm -hmm. because you feel shit yourself. And it's, like, I get it. That's kind of, like, a me thing also. It's, like, I'm being a bit too nice, but I don't know. Like, I don't really think. I think the right thing that we should be doing in relationships is supporting one another but not fixing yeah because it's not your responsibility at the end of the day it's on them to do it for themselves yeah i know i know i don't know i just that's the thing about it though like we know what we need to do but it's just so hard to do it exactly like i like i knew that i should have left i knew it Mm -hmm. i knew it but I don't know why the fuck I put myself through that. Like, I don't understand it. Like, I really just don't. Because it's like... I think, I think you came... Yeah, I, continue. I think you came from a good place, Dennis, but, like, you just genuinely wanted them to be happy. But, you know, you put your own happiness on the, on the line for that, and mm-hmm. that's not how it should be. Yeah, which is a big lesson that I've learned. Ha-ha! Never mind. Never mind people. But... No, I feel like I can even see that with, like, Arabo as well because yesterday Arabo was, like, calling me and, like, Snapchatting me and updating me about the situation. And mm-hmm. when I had broken things off with my ex, it was – um I had to block him on everything. But, mm-hmm. like, initially I didn't block him on everything so he still could reach me. And a sense of why I did that was because I wanted a sense of power. I wanted him to yeah. – make- <laughs> I wanted him to make effort for the effort that he never – put in the mm-hmm, whole relationship mm-hmm. I wanted him to make that effort yeah you wanted him to feel what you felt exactly <laughs> exactly and so I wanted to see that but in saying that it ended up hurting me even more mm-hmm. and so yesterday Arabelle you were you were saying the exact same things that I was saying and I was like no girl I remember when Araba was so mad at me for not blocking him on everything and I was like bitch if you don't I'm gonna get so wow perspectives though right like she she even Araba was like I finally understand and I was like <laughs> yeah it's like, so I, nice. I I know both perspectives but I still want to feel the power oh. I know, but the power 
power just gets you nothing it's so mm, sad. I, I wish it i wish it did i really I wish politicians it understood that i know <laughs> but yeah what a fucked up situation to be in Erbo, did you draw um <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yesterday so yesterday we were meant to meet up yesterday mm-hmm. but he like kept blowing me off Oh, this pisses me off, Arabo. Explain, explain. So the original plan was to like meet when his classes ended. Mm -hmm. And so he had like a break in between like one and two. And then he was like, you know what? I think I'm just going to go home because I don't like studying around other people. So, and and I was like, okay. And he was like, but I'll be back at four if you're still around. And I was like, bitch. Like, who the fuck does that? So I was like, I was like annoyed and I was like just walking around Rundle for like a bit, just like because I needed to get something for my mom. So I was like, just, I was just, what was it? I'm not, I wasn't like mulling on it, but I was like very deeply annoyed. Yeah, that's just yeah. a feeling. It's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when your friends make plans in front of you and then don't invite you. It's yeah. like, if you can come if you want, you know? Oh. It's, that's not the end of it. That's not the end of it. But in the end, I was like, okay, this is his last chance. I was like, okay, you know what? Since I want to study anyway, I'll just study because it's only like two hours and I can I don't get a lot done in two hours because I have so much to do. <laughs> so I was doing that. Uni life. <laughs> so I was, I was studying. Four comes around. No message. Four thirty oh. comes around. No message. Oh my so god. I sent a snap with a question mark. And the audacity he has. To reply to that after half an hour mm-hmm. with what laughing emoji? Oh my god! Tell me you blocked. Tell me you blocked by after that. <laughs> no, oh, no, let me continue. Let me continue. Let me continue. So I left him on red for that, and I was like, no, fuck this guy. I, I, no, that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Out, out, gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I left him on red. <laughs> then, that night, he sends a message, but I was like, you know, I'm not gonna open it. He can. I'm gonna leave him. Undelivered. See how he feels. (laughs) (laughs) I opened it this morning. (laughs) Oh wow! You you should have just been like, "What laughing emoji?" I know. (laughs) That would have been so good. Okay, but what he sent—he sent the night before. (laughs) He said, "He said you love leaving me on red." Oh, oh god. How funny is that though? I literally I seriously died when I when I read that. Like the irony of it, like ooh, they just like, don't understand until yeah, they they're really don't, like their own medicine. Ugh, and even then, then. I know they're so fucking stupid. He probably <laughs> thinks he's so funny. Oh my god. No. <laughs> where's the lie it's guys like that that just like think they're the shit and it's just like shut up Uh, i know oh legit no like he he probably doesn't even understand that i'm like done with that like he thinks he probably thinks his behavior is normal what the heck yeah literally like like he's probably like like you know like how he's probably like messed around with a girls that like gave him chances and then i was like no bitch <laughs> like fucking stop that shit yeah like i was telling myself like i can't i can't compromise my own values yeah someone who can't even put in any effort to message me when we're meant to meet up what Dead why would ass. i why would i yeah, why so would just... i ignore my own self-respect for that 
So. Period, Arabelle. Period. 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 Don't make the same mistakes that I did. <laughs> and I was the one telling you off, so I have to follow my own. <laughs> Literally, if you didn't follow your own advice, like, yeah. advice, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, Arabelle, no. <laughs> it's, not, it's not good. Because, like, I feel like we give pretty good advice to each other. Oh, yeah. We do. Oh, we're so good at giving advice. I know. I know, right? Why are we, why are we, why are we so good? But... Well, I don't know, like, in a way, I feel like we have three different perspectives also. Not perspective. Well, yeah, perspectives. Like, Yeah, on the same thing, like, yeah. Yeah, it's like we each have almost like a role. <laughs> like, <laughs> Arabelle's like the stern mom mm-hmm. and then Rob's like spiritual and making sure. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck it up, bitch. No, you're the, you're the one who's way too nice. Don't even try. I mean, okay, yes. I mean, no, some, some people, some people, if I feel like that kindness should be given, then I'll, mm-hmm. I'll obviously be nicer. But if it's like, if it's if it's someone like that, Arabelle, I don't mm-hmm. think any kindness should be given to them. <laughs> I'd just be like, oh, fuck no. Yeah, definitely. But I definitely agree with that. I'm always the one who's like, very blunt of like putting an end to this, like, no, no second chance. Yeah, we literally. Don't <laughs> literally. And then Rhubarb's just like, maybe, maybe they're going through stuff as well. <laughs> I just try to like see where it's coming from when it's yeah. to see all sides. Yeah, I feel like Rhubarb's very good at like, oh, but should we introduce ourselves? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we can put it in the intro. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We'll just, it's fine, it's we'll fine. We'll cut that bit out, we'll cut that bit out. Okay, okay. But anyway, I feel like, yeah, Rhubarb's just the person to like evaluate situation from like, a, like a far point of view like do you know what I mean like literally far away <laughs> literally oh my god literally like, nobody wants to like um I feel like everyone kind of like brushes over that because it's like I oh, know you're taking their side but I'm not like I'm I'm agreeing with you it's just like let's see what they mm-hmm. you're, you're quick you you don't jump to conclusions I do <laughs> <laughs> at least you're self-aware though <laughs> Oh, my one redeeming factor. I'm very self aware. Arabelle yesterday was just like, at least I'm self aware of this situation. <laughs> I was like, Arabelle, that doesn't make it any better right now. Oh, God. I want to ask Rubab a question. Mm-hmm. If you were in Arabelle and I's situation, <clears throat> mm-hmm. how would you have responded or reacted? I feel like. As soon as someone doesn't give me the attention I think I deserve, mm-hmm. I literally, I already hate people. I would leave <laughs> as soon as possible. Literally. See, that's what I thought. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and I was in that situation. It was so hard. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, guys, you're like. But, like, like Arabelle, if he's not cute or anything, like. Oh, my God. Wait, what? He was all right. Was he? You deserve the best. This is like <laughs> I don't know. trying to like let you know like on the slide that he okay, was fine. Not really. Fine. I'm, I was just attached because I already hooked up. <laughs> yeah, I mean mm, that makes sense. I but like yeah. I mean, she had like a connection, emo- <laughs> not emotionally, but like no, it was just like I feel like I, since I've already done something, I might as well see it to the end, you know. Mm. yeah I see what you mean I mean it's it's good experience I guess yeah but at the same time if you can just avoid it (laughs) yeah it's also better yeah yeah definitely 
but no, I don't know. Like, I, no rhubarb like dead ass like you guys have known me for a pretty long time i've yeah. I, i'm a hard-headed person like before mm-hmm. everything that happens okay yeah. before, yeah. before 2020 yes. happened okay yes 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 i had my values intact right i was like <laughs> people yeah, you still I'm, do no wait hold on let me it's different now though yeah, yeah i know like back then i used to be like you know like rhubarb being like if anyone did that to me mm-hmm, I would be mm-hmm, mm-hmm, away. Mm-hmm. but when you're seriously in that situation it's yeah. insane like you just it's can't so like, it really is like <laughs> rhubarb like well like i don't i don't wish that like upon you like a stuff would never like wish that upon anyone in general but like yeah no it's I know. Such a hard situation because it's like you don't want to leave but at the same time, you know you have to leave. But like, also, you have that kind of thing with friendships. That's why I'm saying it would have been easy for me to drop someone because, honestly, not even just relationships because I've never really, like, experienced a proper relationship. Mm-hmm. If a friend ever did something like that to me, I would honestly drop them. See, that's that's what's weird, though, because I could probably do the same if I had, like, a toxic friend. But for mm-hmm. some reason, with, like any romantic aspect it was just so different do you guys think it relates back to like our childhoods probably i mean like for me at least i wasn't i'm like not super close with my dad so in a way that i like want male attention Mm -hmm. it's like a thing that i kind of like crave like when i see people have a really close Wait, this relationship is so interesting. with interesting. Yeah, Nasibago, continue. Yeah, like when I see other people that have really close relationships with their dad, I get jealous and I get really sad. Like I'll genuinely start tearing up. I'm not kidding. Like there have been so many times where I've just randomly teared up because it's like I never had that with my dad. And it's mm-hmm. like, why didn't I have that with my dad? Like mm-hmm. it it's makes kind of sad. like Freud's, one of Freud's um, theories. I won't get into it, but that's pretty, that's pretty much it. Is that <laughs> what you learned in uni, Erbo? Uh, I learned it in year 12, but yes, we will. We oh. did talk about it in uni. Shit. It's basically where every, <laughs> it's a bit strange, but it's where every male loves his mother to the point of like viewing her in a sexual way and being oh. jealous of anyone her attention. Oh, am I confusing? Well, it's something like that. It's something like that. Lord have mercy. Is that kind of like how they say you're going to marry someone like your father? Is I it think really like yeah, it kind of like stems from like all kind of stems from that yeah. Oh hell no! I don't want to be talking fucking wrong. What is she on? Oh my god! Oh my god! No, it's like no, 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 I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Oh my god! Guys, I'm just a student. Please don't crucify me. <laughs> There's like a psychologist be like, oh wrong, oh wrong. <laughs> right? This is me as like psychopath reporting our thing. <laughs> <laughs> literally misconduct <laughs> no but that's so interesting to see what like like even though you grew up in like a pretty male dominant household you still felt like that growing up yeah and yeah i th- <clears throat> also like my brother got more like my brother's got a lot more attention from me mm. like i was still obviously like i got attention like not that i was neglected or anything yeah but it's like i had like, I don't know. I just wanted to be close. I wanted to be praised by my dad. Mm. I never got that praise. It was always like, oh, did really good in table tennis. Oh, fuck. I should stop name dropping. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just bleep it out. But didn't your mom kind of like make it oh, seem like you didn't need your dad's appraisal? I mean, like, I even with my mom, it's like 
she gave me that, but it wasn't the same as like receiving it from my father. Mm, right. It was different. Like, obviously, I love my mom and stuff, but like, even when growing up, it's like I didn't really feel that type of <clears throat> like, like praise as well from mom. Like, it was kind of always about my brothers mm-hmm. from my perspective. Maybe I'm wrong. Like, maybe I'm just like self victimizing. No, that's just your point of view. That's how you mm-hmm. just see things. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I feel like because my brothers were like a lot older than me. And like, you know, when I was younger, like when I was what, when my brother was 18, I was eight. Yeah. So like he was, he was in his first year of uni and like my mother, like and my parents obviously focused more on him, but I feel like a lot of my childhood, I had like a missing, like, like, I don't know. I just always seek for approval from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it stems from my childhood. It's like, I never got it because their approval and like, attention was mainly directed on my brothers because they're so much older how do we get here i forgot how i don't know but here we are i think that's really interesting though because i would say regarding our recent experiences like we've had this somewhat similar mindsets but my upbringing was super different to yours Mm, mm. i wouldn't say i i will explain yours yeah what do you mean your childhood. Like. Yeah, yeah, I was, I was just about to get into it. I'm just <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like, yes, in, like, my dad was also pretty absent for most of my childhood because he was always working. So, and my mom was a stay-at-home mom taking care of us too. But I wouldn't say I was neglected by him. Like, he gave us attention whenever he was able to. <clears throat> yeah. So I, don't, I wouldn't say my childhood, like, I sought approval from anyone. Mm. I think more more than anything of my issues in my childhood was that I was really lonely mm-hmm. because like my dad was um a hostel manager for the the uni that he worked at so we would stay we stayed at this place that hosted international students and he like managed them we were they were like the parents of all those students right. you know yeah so I grew up surrounded by uni students no one my age none at all mm-hmm. so I was alone for like nine years of my life wow mm-hmm. so I don't I wouldn't say that I needed approval because or attention well I did need attention but like from other people my age like I needed peers I needed friends mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so but, interesting mm-hmm. that's, so, <clears throat> that's like crazy because like I was the opposite like obviously like Arabo had like you know like she never sought approval from her father but she did from her peers whereas mm-hmm. me I like I was sur- like the only post like types of people that I would like have like fun with or like you know like just be like comfortable around were my peers like because I had so many friends mm. even growing up it's like <clears throat> I had a lot of friends and it's like even when I was young it's like because you I, had cousins your age as well so you were able to hang out with true, them true but Mm. Ooh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's, a that's a whole other story like <laughs> I could talk to them and I could do all these things but I felt really like outcasted as well mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because it's like I don't look super duper like them and it's like I got bullied for my looks a lot and so <clears throat> I get it it's like family banter but like as a sensitive young girl mm-hmm. I didn't really take it as banter and like I got hurt from it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's something pretty sensitive to me and the fact that they wouldn't realize is insane to me but like 
only like I think like three years ago maybe like did my oldest girl cousin mm-hmm. like realize that like what my like <clears throat> younger cousins not younger they're older than me but like the younger ones were kind of doing to me mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and she kind of realized how screwed up it was it's like yeah like I I wanted to be their friends like obviously I w- was I was their cousin and all but I wanted to like fit in so bad and like you could mm-hmm. just tell like whenever like it would kind of be like like a family setting and like I would go over I would always feel so left out like mm-hmm. insane. Yeah. Like, I would try so hard to to like be a part of like that like kind of like clicking right thing. and it would just never work and like this again like this is my dad's side again like trying to get their approval like I don't know why this is like a people pleaser mindset definitely I definitely see that in the way you like conduct yourself (laughs) yeah I try to please people so much to the point where I will literally like like but that makes so much sense though because you weren't really feeling like you got attention at home and then you're in this new environment it was to act that way yeah or not even just that it's like you're in this new environment now now you're thinking maybe I am gonna get it so you get attention but it's negative attention you're getting picked at and it's just it makes sense why you think you're a people pleaser yeah the way I see it is that because she wasn't getting the attention she needed she felt like she was forced to act a certain way to get that attention facts yes quite literally like I wanted I wanted the attention so bad so bad that I would like like not alter myself but like change the way that I responded to situations like I'm INFJ things (laughs) (laughs) I like would change like how like because like it wasn't a true like it wasn't in my opinion it wasn't a true response because I would quite literally like like look at the situation at hand read the like vibe and then be Mm -hmm. like okay maybe I should react like this like this is what would make everyone else like Like, I would, that was my thought process as, like, a kid. It was kind of scary, not going to lie. Like, I would, I don't know. It really is. I, yeah, it's, it's changed a lot now. Not saying that I'm not still a people pleaser, but I know that, like, I can still voice my opinion without mm-hmm. being scared. No, not scared, but, like, I don't have much of a need for approval anymore because I've just grown out of it. <laughs> that's fuck that that's so interesting to me though because i feel like i really don't give a shit about what people say i fucking love that for you i thought that too i thought that too i thought that about yourself yeah like i thought i would i i thought i didn't like hold deep emotional connections to people so i thought i'd be able to like cut whoever i needed out to out of my life really easily but oh look at me now No, but Arabelle, like you're the way you explain your childhood. Childhood, I like if I compare yours to Nasiba's, it's very different. But if I had to say, like, if mine was, if I had to relate my childhood to either of yours, I would say Arabelle's is so similar to mine. Mm -hmm. It's because both my parents weren't really like my. They both worked, right? My mom was is the breadwinner has always been and my dad I think it's just because you know like Muslim fathers Muslim ethnic fathers at least they're very reserved and conservative don't show really any form of emotion and if they do it's in like 
giving gifts and stuff. So mm-hmm. I didn't really ever fe- feel close to my dad either. Mm-hmm. And so I've never really, but, but like still, I never really cared what they had to say because I'm not really sure why, but my parents were both kind of absent. Mm-hmm. But when they did give attention, it was always positive. But yeah. I, and I don't know, I guess I felt alone too. And since like, like Arabelle, like I've always been around older people. And because my brothers are so much older than me, but like Nasiba's brother's age is like legit. When I was like six, they were like almost done with high school. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> now growing up, like I legit don't give a shit about what anyone has to say. It's like, because mm. you always had to like fend for yourself. Yeah. Mm. So I don't know. It's so interesting though, like listening to your guys' point of views. It's like Nasiba's makes so much sense, sense that like, oh, wow, she... Mm-hmm. that's why she acts the way she does yeah yeah <laughs> it's oh, so interesting God. and then Arabelle yours as well it's it's so crazy to me I don't know I, had, I don't know if my childhood really like plays into how I act now like I've never really thought about it to be honest do you think that Arabelle you like you should have you should be acting a certain way because of your childhood but like it doesn't make sense because you're not because it goes back to the guy like you would have thought that you'd leave him and stuff and like you know your morals and everything but like all of a sudden you're not it doesn't make sense no I wouldn't say the way I acted was because of my childhood to be honest I feel like I don't really retain that much memory Mm. of my childhood or anything like that but like I just I said that I said what I said because of how I've acted in the past like in primary school that way you know they'll always be like the toxic friends but I was able to like not not get rid of them, but like I was able to just distance myself or cut them off or like like how mm, how do I don't know how to I don't know. Like, I would be able to stand up for what for myself and say yeah. what I wanted to say. Like I was never afraid of saying what was on my mind. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. Here's the thing about me. I always wanted, like in a family setting. I've always wanted to say what's on my mind and what, like, I felt. But when I was a kid, I felt that because I was so young, like, multiple times when Mm. I would try to bring up something that's, like, I felt, I felt in any way, shape, Mm -hmm. or form, Mm -hmm. I would be shut down because I was young. Mm -hmm. I would be instantly shut down. It It would almost be an invalid thing because I was so young. And it's not saying that, like, it's all my parents' fault. They didn't know that, like, this was, like, you know. I feel like that's also also part of our culture. Like, being Asian and being the youngest, like, that's definitely going to play a part into it. Like, oh, children should be seen, not heard, you know? Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. And it's, like, like, I think my mum's really improved on that side, whereas my dad didn't. Like, my mum now realises, like, oh like emotions are pretty important to talk about she Mm -hmm. does talk about them a lot more now which is really good most of my dad kind of lacks it still but in saying that you can't change people like Mm -hmm. in a day you know yeah Yeah, Yeah. like it like took my mom ages to realize that like you know what she was doing was kind of wrong but yeah I just I don't know like even when what Rubab said like in like an ethnic Muslim household it's like the girls are very like I don't know like even with rhubarb, like I relate to her childhood too because it's like, like yeah, my dad was never around, like not never around, but like he would always like, especially when I was younger. He just wasn't emotionally there. <laughs> he wasn't 
yeah. not only that, not only that, he was physically like not there either. Like he would like fly to like Roxby Downs or like w- drive or whatever the fuck he did and like work there. And like mm-hmm. I wouldn't see him a lot like mm-hmm. during the day. And when he did come back, like obviously like he tried to make me happy with gifts or with like lollies. Mm-hmm. And like, I, those were my favorite parts of my childhood because I felt like I was getting attention from him. I really wanted to be my dad's favorite. So like, even like with like, like if my parents got into like a little petty like argument, I would always take my dad's side. Even oh, though he was wow. Like, I would always take my dad's side. And my mom would always be like, what the heck? Like, <laughs> my dad's right. Stop bullying dad. Like I would protect my dad first. Like, I don't That's know. changed now? It's definitely changed now. It's like, I'll protect mm. my mom over anything. Like, literally, even though my dad's right, I'll be like, no, stop. <laughs> don't do that that's cute you know what's really interesting I was like when you guys were talking I was just thinking I was I acted very differently with my parents and with my friends like my parents I don't share anything with them but I share almost everything with you guys and I wonder if that's got something to do with my childhood. I'm not really too sure because, like, I'm probably going to need to see a therapist to, like, figure that out. But <laughs> <laughs> We are your therapist, Sarah. <laughs> Honestly, but I've just – I don't know. It's really interesting because, like, I can't bring myself to tell them anything. Guys, I feel oh, like childhood has, like, a huge play on everything we do. Mm-hmm. Like, even though, Arabelle, you don't r- really remember yours, I feel like subconsciously it's there. It's stuck. Oh, it's definitely there. It's definitely there. I just don't think about it. That's crazy that you don't really like. I just it's like you know. Oh, I, can't, I was gonna explain this using like things I learned from psych, but you guys. Because <laughs> like, yeah, you try. <laughs> because like um, according to one of the theories of personality, mm-hmm. I think it was Freud's psychodynamic approach. But you have like three levels to your. There's like the conscious brain where you can like things about you think about actively and then there's the subconscious and the um, I can't remember what the last one was but basically like the deeper the levels go like that's where you keep your the things that you don't want to think about like because if you think about it it would cause you harm and like distress so that's why it's the lower levels so I feel like wait that's so cool (laughs) it's very flawed but you know everything is Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of my things are kept on that lower level so I don't like it's not actively brought up to the surface like I keep it very very oh that's a lot of pent-up stuff Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean see like I I that's where I differ with Arabelle like I feel very comfortable telling my mom everything now not everything but I tell my mom more about myself but obviously I still confide in you guys as well Mm -hmm. I think for me it's like pick and choose like kind of like what what I like want to hear almost uh, but I'll obviously hear it from everybody yeah. just so I can also hear the things that I need to be said do you know what I mean like yeah like with the the first boyfriend of 2020 with <laughs> 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 that one it was like that was an L literally, <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> love you smart you smart <laughs> but no with with that it was like Yes, my school friends like were like, you know, you're a teenager, you make mistakes, da da da. Whereas my mom kinda 
really like had a really hard smack and maybe it wasn't necessarily the best way to approach it but it was the smack that i needed not a literal smack but like it was the smack that i needed to like kind of like realize like fuck i need to stop doing dumb shit like that wasn't okay like it was going completely against what i believe in yeah and so it's like i got hurt from it but i really appreciated my mom's advice at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like that's when i started to realize like yes I shouldn't tell my mom everything, but I should start telling her more because really good. I I don't know, like I feel like it makes me closer with my mom. And when I'm closer with my mom, I'm happier. And yeah. That's I feel that's... like I feel like I want that too, but because my parents, now that they both work like fourteen oh. hours a day or more than that, like I don't get the opportunity to talk to them like the only chance the whole family is able to see each other is at dinner which is only for like 15 minutes of a day like Mm. we're we're all like living our own separate lives just under the same roof that's so crazy like mm -hmm. going back to what i said before but like not sharing anything with my parents i feel like potentially it could also have been like you know christian upbringing like everything Mm. you think some thoughts you think about like oh that's going against god you can't Uh, be thinking that way you know so i feel like maybe that's why i never voiced it out loud because like i do remember like being when i was younger like i would act out like (laughs) there was this one time i think like texted a friend a swear word and i'm not gonna get into that because that was like a bad time like it was actually really not great but oh no we laughed sorry (laughs) oh no yeah yeah we didn't realize i feel like maybe that because I, re- I remember that memory. Like, I've associated that with, like, sharing mm. thing, you know? So, like, like, the fear of being told off is what's kept me. Uh-huh. Like, maybe initially, but now it's become more of a habit, I guess. Mm. And also, it's it still does play on, like, that fear. Mm. Because, like, <laughs> the things I get up to now. Is it kind of like you want to seem like a good responsible kid oh definitely definitely because like i feel like that's been my whole facade my whole persona as Mm -hmm. as as their daughter that's how Um, it's been that makes sense that's so see like with me i think for like a good like half of my life until i was maybe like 16 or 15 i like tried i was like that as well like i was very feared of being scolded and like not mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. like being asian getting getting caned yeah, no. yeah it was a scary thing and like i tried so hard to be like perfect at mm-hmm. all times it, under the eyes like that's why like like even in like yet like what was it seven i went from like i fucking like failed a math test completely got zero out of 36 oh my god to like in year eight i would i was in like what advanced maths even though it was advanced maths like it's still something like I drastically changed myself to try to like avoid like that type of like I hated talking to my parents back then as well especially my mom it was like all I got was scolding whenever I tried to talk to her I hated it but then when I got to like 15 16 like I realized it's like I can never ever please my mom like fully Mm -hmm. like yes I'm a daughter she's gonna be pleased with me anyway but like in a sense of reaching her expectations, it's never going to happen because my brother, the oldest one, he did podiatry and because my mom told him to, and, you know, he has a job and everything, but he hates it. 
And he just, he, I remember him so vividly telling me, stop wasting your time trying to please mom because it's never going to happen. I'm like 25 now and she's still not happy with me. And it's like, Oof. it's like, it's so true. Like, of course my mom's happy with us, but in a way she wants us to be perfect because she doesn't want us to make mistakes. She doesn't want us to suffer. I understand that that's like a motherly instinct, but. I feel like that's like, also like, um, like the mind of an immigrant yes 100 mm. like my mom really like when i told her i wanted to take a gap year she her inst- she instantly was just like so what now you're never going to go back to uni and you're be- going to become like me and i was like no who said that like what do you mean and she was like mm-hmm. you know like this life yeah. is good like da, 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 da. and i was like i know like i'm not aiming to be a housewife or to be a stay-at-home mom I'm, i want to go to uni i just need to take some time off yeah definitely like the parental thing of like wanting the best for your children yeah like, yeah like according like it comes out differently according to their personalities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like i don't know it's it's so like i stopped giving a fuck because i knew that like i was human and i was going to make mistakes i stopped giving a fuck around 15 and i just started being like yeah well it is what it is do you know what i mean and like i started talking to them more even mm-hmm. if I got scolded, it was like I would listen, try to really like absorb whatever the fuck they were saying. Because my mom, <laughs> <laughs> like, good. I realized that the way my mom gives her lessons or like just her advice in general is through like scolding. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. that is, like I just had to look past like the shit that was being said that's like really mean and hurtful to the shit that she actually meant. Like, it's almost as if I had to decipher it to understand, like, the right. true, true, like, meaning behind it, which is which is probably why I have a bit more of a thicker skin now, and that's why I have, mm-hmm. I have like, zero, like, shame. We, I think that kind of, it makes sense. Ugh, I feel like that kind of goes down, is brought into you as well, how you kind of portray your emotions and how you get them out. I'm not saying you say it in, in like an aggressive way, but it's kind of like, you know, it kind of makes sense how, why you're like that. Yeah. I mean, definitely like you guys knew me, especially you, Rhubarb, when I, when like I was a bit more younger, when I was more mm-hmm. young, I had a lot more like angst and like anger. Mm-hmm. And, like, yeah. I, I would not give a fuck and I would just be like, bam, bam, bam. Yeah. Like now, like even like Arabelle like mentioned like I've toned down so docile oh, yeah literally like I've just I don't know why like maybe it was I think it's just because of all, everything you've been through that you've just yeah, yeah like you had to cope with it full yeah. circle growth I love it I wish I in my opinion it's kind of like a like a downgrade though yeah, like I really had my anger yeah because, because she's come oh. like she's become so docile like in order to please like the exes that she had, yeah, she had to act like she had to bring like, herself down. She had to tone herself down because they weren't able to handle her. Exactly. Precisely. Like I wish I still had my anger because like sometimes it's like there are just people that I just want to be like, fuck you. But like then I'll be like, oh, but that's kind of mean. And it's like, why am I thinking like that? Like I never used to think like that. Like I could always just like like say No, like, but okay, at the same time, like Nasiba, I've known you for a very long time. And of course you were like more angsty then, right? And you had more I don't know how to describe it, like just yeah, it's like angst, honestly. Come on. It's, 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 <laughs> like yes, it's sad that um like that whole thing that you went through right now, yes, that is very sad. But the fact that 
you okay you dropped one thing but you gained so many more things that's true right you're I feel like you're so much more like positive now as compared to when you were back then really yeah I really do I think with certain situations I think I've definitely become more optimistic I feel like that one time um this recent thing I think that was just a slip up and it's sad that your anger wasn't there. Mm. But I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that bad of a thing. Like, it, it's not like your anger can't come back, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, obviously, I, I think it takes a lot for me to get angry, like how I used to. Mm-hmm, like, right. I think I've... It could just be you growing up. It honestly, yeah, like, mm. it, in a way, it is, like, self-growth. It's like, I should, like, realistically, I shouldn't be snapping it every five seconds I shouldn't mm-hmm, be irritated mm-hmm. every five seconds like it's good that I have a tolerance now do you know what I mean yeah 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 like but at the same time how like I don't want anyone to take advantage of me like that yeah I think like, that, yeah no I 100% think it's just you growing out of the teenage phase and starting to actually fully mature and become an adult yeah mm-hmm. ew guys <laughs> no this is a good thing it's a good thing <laughs> Oh, no. I feel like we've all been fairly mature for our age, though, from, like, yeah. a really young age. Dead ass. Like, oh, I'm girls so- mature faster. Yeah, we do, for sure. Like, oh, my God, I remember, like, my recent ex, guys, like, I remember he was, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm 18. Like, I'm, like, so mature for my age. <laughs> uh-huh. guys, no. like, other guys like me, like, Bitch. my age, like, they wouldn't like this and I was just like uh-huh mm-hmm, why is he hyping mm-hmm. himself up like that Ew. he wishes he wishes and the fact that he said that oh I'm not like any other guy that oh okay well, I can't get into that right now there's not enough time <laughs> that was so yucky like yuck like who the fuck even does that like I hate those types of people I'm sorry but like I hate that like people who are overconfident mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you do but at the same time, don't get cocky in front of me. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. Like, I hate cocky people. That's what it is. The way he was, like, advertising himself. I know. I know. Literally selling himself. <laughs> Literally, because he fucking knew that he was shit. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, block people <laughs> to, like, not view this. <laughs> no, it's not like you won't find it. It's not like you won't find it. Like, so what? I didn't name drop him. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Hmm? <laughs> do what? Admit that you're right? Exactly. Like, oh. Right. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Someone sent me a meme where it was, like, um, when he cheats on you, but he starts I crying. And you. it's, like, yeah, no, no, no. But then another person sent it to me again. Oh, like, God. It's so funny. God. Oops. All right. But yeah, like, uh, it's five more minutes. What should we? Or should we, we like? Yeah, I think round- we can like wrap it up. That, that was a that was a good yes. good discussion. That was a that was a good that was like a fat mm-hmm. DM. Mm-hmm. That was, that was so wow. good. I yeah, love we really really went into all sorts of. Topics. Imagine we like listen back to this and it makes no <laughs> sense. <laughs> We just, we're all like, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> love. Honestly, probably, but like, it's all right. let's say that. Who cares? This is probably healing something that we don't know. People about. can just like play exactly. this when they're getting ready and just like listen to us just chat. This is us just chatting. Literally. 
yeah. us having a fat DNM and you guys just listening. Like, this is never 919. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. But I mean, we delve, 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 delve. We dove into a lot of different types of relationships, mm-hmm. like family oh, relationships. Oh, yeah, we did. We did. <clears throat> yeah, like, I think that's a good. That's that we had a good mm-hmm. mix, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. yeah, pretty, pretty good. So healing. This is so. I know, right? I feel. I so know. This is fresh. <laughs> I feel good. I, I feel lighter. Too. I know, right? This is so strange because, like, I never really share my emotions anyway. Okay, next this is our weekly therapy session. Hmm. Dead ass. It really is. Anyway, next episode, what should we discuss? Um, do we want to go into mental health next? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could. Yeah, we could. That would All be right. good. Everyone, Great. look forward to us talking about our very everyone problems. <laughs> <laughs> A variety of problems that we'll talk mm-hmm. about. I think it's important, though. I think it's very I good. To, it's it's going like, to be a hard expose. conversation, but it'll be good. Mm-hmm. I think it'll be pretty worth it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I think we'll definitely grow and heal in some mm-hmm. ways learn more about ourselves yeah i'm excited and now each other. Exactly. i'm so excited okay, well thank you for listening join us yes. next week <laughs> yes okay. next week please don't leave us <laughs> abandonment oh, issues we'll get into that oh god, <laughs> oh, god. Oh, god. <laughs> all right anyway bye guys bye, bye.